Hello, everybody. Next week is Easter, which means that today we celebrate Palm Sunday. Now, you may know that a palm is a large leaf tree branch used in Bible times, and it's laid out on the ground as a path for a king or a person that the people thought to be a king. Palm Sunday is recognized because on the Sunday before Jesus was crucified and raised from the dead, this is what we'll be celebrating next Easter, he entered Jerusalem on a donkey as a humble king. And the path laid out before him was covered with palms, and so it's called Palm Sunday. In our time together, there's one main idea I want to drive home again, again, and again, and to get you thinking about what God would have for you today. Here it is. When Jesus enters a city, people get stirred up. Do you hear that? When Jesus enters a city, the people get stirred up. The question is, who will be there to declare Jesus as king when the people get stirred up? Our passage today is Matthew chapter 21, starting in verse 1. And I want you to open up your Bibles where you are. Or open up another window on your computer as you're watching this and read along with me as we look at Matthew chapter 21, starting in verse 1. If you want to go to esv.org, you can find a Bible there. And on that Bible, just type in Matthew chapter 21 and you can follow right along with me. Matthew chapter 21. It says, Now when they drew near. Now the they is Jesus and a handful of his disciples. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem... And came to Bethpage, to the mountain of Olives. Then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, this is a prophecy by Zechariah many years before about the Messiah, the one who would come that would be a deliverer. Say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the fowl of a beast of burden. Verse 6, the disciples went and did as Jesus directed. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the ground, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of God. Now the word Hosanna is is a term of praise, of declaring the goodness of whoever it's being said about. It's It's declaring awe. And praise. And so they're saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Jesus enters to, into Jerusalem and the The city is already very busy. 
And it's especially busy during this time of the year because it's the time of the Passover. So many Jews come in from the villages on the outskirts of Jerusalem. They come into Jerusalem to celebrate Passover and to make sacrifices in the temple. And so the population has swelled and Jesus is entering in. And I want you to know that it's significant that when Jesus comes into the city riding on this donkey, which by the way, is not considered a animal declaring victory and triumph. There will be a day when Jesus comes in riding a white horse, declaring victory, declaring triumph. Jesus will come into our city someday as a conquering king. But here Jesus enters into Jerusalem as a humble servant. He's riding this beast of burden as a humble servant because he's getting ready to lay his life down on the cross to serve all of humanity. When Jesus entered this city, the people are talking. They've noticed him. They've heard that his teaching has been unique and with authority. The way he's talked about the Old Testament and the things that he's done to prove his own uniqueness, his healings and his ministry to the marginalized, to the sick and to the poor and to the women and to the children has created some excitement about who this rabbi is. People have been whispering, is this the Messiah? Is this the one sent by God to deliver Israel from its conquering oppressive Roman neighbors? Jesus enters into the city. There was a crowd, a quite large crowd, that believed him to be a king. They gave him a king's welcome. They laid palm branches out on the ground. They were praising, saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Glory to God in the highest. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Here is our king, finally. It's interesting to think about what it must have been like. This city was bustling with activity. And yet, a large group of them noticed Jesus, a very popular person at this point, was entering into the city. So they got stirred up. I love that phrase in in the passage where it says, when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up. And they were asking, who is this? You know, it's common for people to get stirred up. There's something deep within us that, that, that is easily stirred. We're stirred to worship quite often. We're stirred to get excited quite often. And sure, we all act in different ways when we get stirred up, but every person gets stirred up. Uh, many people are stirred up throughout the world because of uh, prediction by the Mayan Indians that 2012 uh, is going to be the end of the world. And so they think that before the end of the, this year that, that uh, this is going to be the end. The end is coming. So certainly there are people that are stirred up. It reminds me a little of what it was like at, at Y2K when, when it, we were going from 1999 to the year 2000. Some of you remember that. And people were really stirred up and stockpiling food and water and uh, supplies for fear that all the computers were going to turn our world upside down once those clocks on the computers flip from 99 to double zero. And then nothing happened. People got stirred up. People get stirred up really, really easily. Just last week, the whole nation was stirred because of this $500 million lottery 
and people were stirred to the point of believing that they could, they could maybe win this, which the chances of winning the lottery are infinitesimally small, uh, except for the three people that won and are dividing it now. For them, I guess it was great. But people get stirred up about these things, and they get excited, they get emotional, and, and uh, it's just the way we're made. You know, we get stirred up not only by things, but we get stirred up by people. I'm reminded of a story just this year in the New York Knicks where this young man, Chinese-American, named Jeremy Lin, who, by the way, was just recently cut from the Houston Rockets, which is unfortunate, uh, he goes to New York and he gets, gets an opportunity to play and there's, have a, they have a few injuries on their team so he gets an opportunity to play and uh, for several games in a row his scoring was just outrageous and his play was phenomenal and he became the cover boy for every sports magazine in the nation and many throughout the world because this guy who was literally sleeping on the couch of a friend the night before he became one of the most well-known faces in all of sports. Uh, we get stirred up. We get stirred up when we hear something exciting about someone that can do something that no one else can do. Why is this? Well, it's because eternity is rooted deep within us, and we are created to worship. And so when Jesus entered into that city and people got stirred up, it was because this is the way God made them. We're made to get stirred for something that's bigger than our own lives. This is, this is deep within us. But when people get stirred up, the question is, who will be there to answer their questions? When Jesus enters a city and people get stirred up, who will declare that Jesus is king? Many people have an opinion about who Jesus is. People even get stirred up about who Jesus is. But not very many people are willing to declare that Jesus is king. Are willing to go into places that are being stirred up by Jesus to get with the people and serve the people and show them who Jesus is as king. It's the hands and the feet of Jesus. The mission of the church is to declare that Jesus is King to people that have never heard the good news. They might be stirred up about Jesus or something else. But the mission of the church is to declare the good news that there is a King and He has entered the city. And there is hope because of this King and the work of this King to build His kingdom. Jesus is not a fad. He's not a celebrity that whose popularity will pass quickly. He, he will never be proven as false or as unimportant. Jesus is King. I want to say to you, will you be the person to declare that Jesus is King? Will you go into the hard places where there's lots of people the hard conversations where there's lots of activity to declare that Jesus is King. Maybe you're watching this video and you wonder who Jesus is and why there's so much excitement related to Jesus during this time of Palm Sunday and then next Sunday being Easter. And I want to say to you that Jesus came into our world to show who God was by loving the seemingly unlovable by rebuking the empty religious leaders, 
by willingly going to a cross to die for our sin. And all those that will trust Him, place their faith in Him as Lord, He will give them new life. As we're going to talk about next Sunday as we gather as a church, the resurrection of Jesus, which gave Jesus new life, makes it possible for us to have new life. I hope and pray that you'll join us and you'll begin walking with us as a church. When Jesus enters the city, people get stirred. And we will be a people that declares Jesus as King. Dear God, we love you. Thank you for the opportunity to share your scripture. I pray, God, that our hearts would be stirred by the truth of who Jesus is. God, that we would know deep in our hearts that Jesus is King. That we would follow him as such. And I pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.